This episode is brought to you by our friends at FB Autosport. There's nothing worse than spending your race weekend under your car missing sessions because you were too swamped to get everything done in time. Whether it's car prep, new car builds, or arrive and drive, FB Autosport has you covered for Time Attack, GLTC, or WRL. They even have cars you can rent now while you put the finishing touches on your latest race car project. Reach out to Rob at FB Autosport now and tell him that Slip Angle sent you to get your project car finished and get back on track. Oh, shit. All right. I'm sitting in a gas station, and I got Scott Robertson. He's the only one who answered his phone so far. Nope. It's uh, it's hard to hear in here. (laughs) uh, You're in uh, the Nashville Rovo. You said you're baking in the heat right now. Yeah, they've got, like, this massive single structure um, for garages, and it kind of extends back all the way. So got almost all the one-lap cars under here, and we're just hiding. Yeah. Is, uh, is there garages and stuff, or is it just like a big open thing like at CMP? It's basically kind of big and open, but there are garage doors for each bay. Okay. Um, and, you know, everybody kind of parked one on one side, one on the other. But, you know, we're we're friendly, so we got three uh, nose to tail in our, in our space. So yeah. uh, we just go out together, come in together. You're probably out of the sun, but, like, you're probably feeling yes. the radiant heat down onto your head off of the roof, I would imagine. <laughs> Yeah, it, actually, if you sit, they've got, like, polished concrete floor in here, so the concrete's actually nice and cool. Okay. So we've been, like, sitting on that. Just laying on the ground, huh? Yep. Yeah. It's um, fine. You guys, uh, you guys got in an early night last night, it sounds like. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got the time change working on our side, too, so. Yeah, that's a plus. Um, we, uh, we, we got some awesome rollers going through the the hills um with some great scenery with sully at like 85 miles an hour um i mean supposedly yeah allegedly yeah so Uh, the transit transit went easy then we stopped uh stopped for a team dinner good um talk you know talked a lot of smack to each other and whatnot and then uh went to the hotel and pretty much crashed so what's your better today? What's your next long stint like? Is the one to Atlanta was hard. Uh, what's yep, tonight? Tonight, like? yeah, tonight is from Nashville, Tennessee, to Decatur, Texas. Oh my gosh! Uh, for, yeah, for uh, Eagles Canyon tomorrow, okay. which is which is my track. What is that like? Uh, 10, 11 hours? Uh, it'll if we can do it in eleven, that'll be good. Okay, uh, seven hundred and thirty miles. Good grief. Yeah, so it's a thing, but a lot of, a lot, I think more open highway, so it'll okay. be a little easier, maybe. Right, right. Um, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, your your fit's doing great. We just checked the oil. Yeah. Um, it's doing fine. Um, got the air pressures. Uh, we just checked them. They're high, but again, like on 14, little baby 14-inch wheels, it's probably great for transit. So Yeah, I think I had them in the 40s or something. So. For sure, you did. Yep. 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 Trying so. to keep, uh, trying to wear the wrong spots so that I have some of the other spots <laughs> left for track track day use. So. I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, any uh, any mechanicals with anybody in your group so far? Not so far. Um, any horror we, stories you've heard about? Uh, the Tesla showed back up today. They missed yesterday due to some unknown tire issues. They had a real moment coming back onto the Robo this morning. Oh, really? Um, like almost, had, almost ate it. 
Yeah, they were sideways going up in it towards the wall and had to save it as it came back down. They took like the the shortcut like inside the grass and then to trip the timing light they had to go through the grass up through start finish. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, that was a that was a thing. Is there a DNF There's, rule for stuff like that or no? Unlike in the middle of laps, I don't know. Hmm. Um we had a few cars at Road Atlanta yesterday take the grass line at the bottom of 12. Oh, yeah. I've done that line once. I got forced off um, there in a race one time. Yeah, we've we had hold, a couple. Hold that steering couple, wheel straight. <laughs> we had a couple cars take the outside grass line going up one. Okay. Um, that was pretty spectacular. But no no big issues at Road Atlanta? Uh, I not that I recall, there was a Corvette that blew a rear main seal. Okay. Um, there were a few other mechanicals, but I don't think like any incidents so yeah. far. That's good. Um, our the one lapse media RV got hit by a tornado yesterday and had a tree land on it. Yeah, I saw that in the in your group chat this morning. Jeez. Yeah, that was a thing. They're they're both here today and doing all right, so they're gonna have to skip tomorrow to kind of get some things in order. Okay, RV was damaged beyond use, or I don't know, but I know it was like the slider wasn't coming in. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it looked like a pretty good sized tree. Yep, yeah, it was a pretty good sized RV too, but nonetheless. Um. So yeah, we're kind of hanging out, charging up. They're starting the afternoon run groups. So we got they got through everybody pretty well this morning. So what's a lap time there like in a slow car? I imagine it's pretty quick in a fast car. Um hey Becky. Becky. What are your lap times, ballpark? Yeah. Like the cumulative time was like a it's a four oh five. Okay. One nineteen. Okay. It was her best. If you save um, a minute here with every minute here, a minute there with every group, that really adds up, though. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, she got seventieth overall this morning, okay. but she beat her best overall, like her best overall run last year already. Okay. And uh, she knows. Seems like she knows where to go faster and how to get there. So. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's car's, good. Car's doing great though. We're doing. You know, make some tire pressure adjustments for this afternoon and kind of have our bags and gear all staged so when we get back, it's, you know, the toolbox is near the rear passenger door, the cooler is near the driver's passenger door, kind of all that stuff. Chuck it in and go, huh? Yeah, try to. How, so uh, we'll, we'll do the ECU change for the uh, the long stent tonight for sure. Oh, yeah, makes sense for the cruise control. Yep. Um, how... Uh, how long does it take you to do an ECU change? And do you do brake pads and stuff, or no? No, uh, we're we've got the G Lock R12s, and yeah. they're they're serviceable enough on the roads. If we went to the 16s, we'd probably need to. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what but, my my fit has 12s, and like I haven't noticed like any appreciable wear at all. And I kind of no. like how they. I mean, they're a little bitey at first, but they're pretty good. Yeah, on, pretty good on the street. No, yeah, they've been fine. Uh, you know, we bump up the pressures, whatever the differential that we went out cold to what we want to run on the highway. Yeah. So, like, you know, when we get out, they're probably, like, in the mid-40s, but, like, they cool well down right. by the time we've been running for a little bit. Okay. 
Uh, uh, EQ change takes three minutes. Oh, that's not bad. No, it's it's a small plastic cover, two big old ECU clips, and then four tiny Allen head screws. That's it. And then it's just like a giant circuit board that comes out. Yeah, I'm picturing it being more involved than that because I I remember you described it on a on a show that I was on or listened to a long time ago, and it sounded a little bit more involved. That's not bad at all. No, it's it's like right. They put the ECU right on top of the engine that's connected to the air box. Okay. Um, so it's really accessible. That's not bad. Yeah, so yeah, we'll definitely want cruise control for uh, this evening. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I'm going to try to connect with uh, Lisa Keys tonight. Uh, she's with Tim White in a Cayman, I think. Um, sure. How's she doing? Uh, Lisa? Yeah. She's good. Uh, co-driver drove today and yesterday, but uh, she and I have been talking about ECR, which is her track tomorrow. Okay. Um, I I had my video from the Miata uh, a couple of years ago when I ran, so she's been watching that. Okay. Um, kind of getting reference because it's, it's a fair bit of track to try to memorize, and there's yeah. like three double apex lefts, but all of them are kind of different. Okay. Um. And just elevation that you just have to be aware of and stuff. So it looks like a cool track. But. It's that track is so good and like it's open, so there's really it's safe. Yeah. Like you'll go down a hill or something for sure. It's like gin, Gingerman esque, right? Yes. Yeah. But as, as far know, as the impact, spots, yeah. Right. Exactly. If you go off track in spots, like you'll definitely go down a pretty good hill. <laughs> Turn ten, um, Gingerman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise it's really you know watch out for the venomous snakes. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, it's Texas, man. Everything tries to kill you down there. That's true. It's kind of Australia-like down there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 We should um, next one. I'll I'll hand the phone over to uh, Matt and Brian, uh, our buddies who are running the Celica this year. Yeah. It's pretty cool. fun. Cool. The uh, what's what's in what engines in that Celica? That's got to be the NA. Hey Brian. Brian. What engines in here? Five SFE, yeah, it's two point two liter. Okay, yeah, that's the one I was picturing. Yeah, and their uh, their top speed at Road Atlanta was higher than all of ours by several. Oh, they got that cheaty car going on, huh? <laughs> well, a lot less frontal area uh, yeah, for sure. sure. That would be <laughs> the thing. probably quite a bit slipperier too. That's like the what the third gen Celica or whatever. It's pretty round. Yeah, it's yeah. got the four headlights in the yep. front. Yep. yep, those are cool cars. You don't see a yeah. lot of them either. So. Yeah, and this one only has 87,000 miles. Like, it's it's really nice. Jeez. Where'd they yeah. find it? Uh, I'll, I'll have to hand that over to Brian when okay. he's sleeping in the car right now. No, but, that's fine. Uh, we'll, we'll or try, Matt, rather. We'll, we'll get him on one of these days. We've got a few more days. Yep, uh, yep. Cool. All right, well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad Becky did well. She's driving this afternoon again, right? Yep, cool. yep. She, uh, she just watched her video and... Uh, might take a look at data and stuff but we've been you know reviewing the apex pro stuff yep and uh yeah we've been demoing a lot of these stable um stable fluids and three or three cleaning products and everybody in our group's been super impressed so far so it's been it's been nice to kind of have them along for the ride i haven't uh i haven't invited you to plug sponsors and partners uh who's uh who's all assisting you in this one well, definitely Grid Life, obviously, uh, Sunday Cup Group. Um, we, we, we still get people, like, all 
everybody comes down. It's like, man, you guys look like you're having so much fun. Like I've been thinking about doing something like this. So everybody needs a life. slow car, man. Slow cars are yeah. the best. <laughs> uh, stable 303 uh, came on board to, you know, help us get our media team here. And we've been getting a lot of good stuff. Cool. Um, we've got Octane Booster. We've got the Graphene Nano Spray, Graphene Detailer. The wheel cleaner we just used this morning is amazing. Um, I think we're going to replace our Sonax with this stuff. It's great. Cool. Um, and then we've got Valvoline uh, provided oil for all of us. Um, their new extended protection stuff. And it's, I mean, we we spend like four hours on the road at 4,000 RPM. So it's That's like this stuff seems yeah. to be doing just fine. Um, yeah, you guys are going fast. These cars aren't geared for that, really. No. Um, and Bob from the, uh, he's runs in the rio he's his oil racers oil analysis mm-hmm. um we're gonna send each of us are gonna send samples to him to take a look at afterwards oh, cool. uh, but that's he does the oil what becky and i do for setup okay. um the question is not what oil should i run but does this oil work for my car and what i'm doing with it right. and he is great at it cool um robertson racing uh you know, we're doing coaching with each of our drivers. We're doing setup and testing for tire pressures, temps, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Robertson-Racing.com. And um, G-Lock brake pads for us. HMS Motorsports with our my Schubert helmet, Racecom. Yeah. Um, they made me a little adapter for my Bluetooth thing. So I um, I have my, my like, proper... Um, helmet communications with becky on the one lap which is great yeah so yeah that that i was pretty impressed with that stuff you showed it to me last year and then i was talking with joe from hms at uh, cmp yeah. about it they got a they got some really cool products and that's their stuff too they make it in-house i believe in-house right? yes cool. and they and they do it to basically pull specs so like all their wiring stuff is designed to be pulled from the wire not the connector really um because okay. they know like how hard everybody is on it so they build it yeah to be just beaten to hell yeah so, some of that stuff might need to get bought for our instructor program in the next year or two years or ten couple months but, i've uh, been i've been wanting that badly yeah, i think it'd be great it, it's uh it, it's very cool stuff especially if you're doing lead follow or you can chase your yes. beginner around etc like yes. that could be very beneficial especially at some tracks where we don't get good visual coverage and yes Yep. There's some places you just can't see, you know, so. Yep. Yeah, and, um, yeah, otherwise it's, um, it's been good. So it's been, it's been fun to go along. Um, you know, Becky's been working with race, Chris Taylor Motorsports, um, Mm -hmm. or racing services with this new exhaust, which is definitely loud on the street, but sounds pretty darn good on a robot. Yeah, you put a, uh, somebody put a clip of it launching from this morning. It sounds pretty great actually yeah. <laughs> from outside the car it's pretty nice yeah well that's cool I'm glad things are going well man um yeah. and uh tell everybody uh, oh i meant to ask you how's brian defries and his dad doing he got 15th overall at road america his first time yesterday morning road atlanta you mean? yeah i road saw atlanta, thank you. I, I saw that and it looked like uh, uh tim driving the cayman tim and lisa i think they got eighth overall yeah, uh, they did. So Tim, cool, cool to see yeah, they're, GLTC they're buddies both, and stuff going fast. Yeah, they're both wheeling it. And Hal, um, I spent a little bit of time with Hal before he went out. Um, just kind of gave him a few tips before he went. And, you know, blind trust in people that you 
uh-huh. that you like sometimes. Like, yeah, if you just put your car here, look for this, and then do this, you'll be fine. You know, going over a blind crest at like 100 miles an hour or so. Yeah, just uh, just do it this way and it'll be fine, right? <laughs> exactly. It's very simple, very easy, and if you just blindly trust that, you go, you, you yeah. can come up to speed pretty quick. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad it's going well. We'll uh, we'll talk we'll talk soon, man. Have a good uh, have a good afternoon. So. Awesome. You too, man. All right. See you. Goodbye. And I pushed the record button. Yeah. Who am I talking to? Lisa Keys and Tim White. Yes. How's it going? Good. You guys are in a Porsche right now. Yeah, we are. It's, it's a 2015 Cayman GTS. That sounds uh, more fun than a junky old Honda or Mazda. Uh, it's just as fun as Little Red to me. It, it it's look, like a Volkswagen. It, it, it looked like it was pretty fast at uh, Road Atlanta. Um, so how are you guys doing overall? Well, we're waiting for results from the afternoon, but uh, we moved up to 22nd. Yeah, we, have, we were at 22nd as of this morning. Okay. That's pretty good. I think you were eighth overall at Road Atlanta. Uh, yeah, just in the morning. Yeah. I did, uh, I think it was 16th in the afternoon. Oh, okay. So. Okay. I was looking at results this morning. It's kind of like, it's hard to sift through the results when you're, like, looking for all the people you know. And it's just a lot of numbers and letters and and hometowns. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, ever, everything going pretty smooth with the car so far? So far. Whose car, uh, whose car so is we, this? Is this yours, Tim? Yeah, this is mine. Okay. So I, I actually bought it from an... Uh, Autocrosser named Kevin Wenzel, uh, who drove it in A Street, and uh, so it's still in A Street prep, but uh, yeah, it just changed the brake pads to track pads, okay. and then um, yeah, just A Street otherwise legal. Yeah, what tires do you guys choose for the uh, for the event? Uh, so we are on the Bridgestone 71 RS. Okay. The 245 19 in the front and our 285 19 in the rear. Okay. How uh, how does that car do on consumables and tire wear and all that stuff? Uh, actually, it's pretty good. Uh, so if you're not a uh, insane on the uh, speed on the freeway, uh, I do like 30 miles to the gallon even on some motorhouses. That's pretty good. Brake uh, pads are good. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's that's uh, yeah, it's a S two thousand with the engine in the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, who's uh, who's all driving at what events, um, and uh, and how's that going so far? So we're switching it up. We're we're doing one driver per event, not like a morning and afternoon like some. Okay. So uh, to start out, we did the wet skid pad. So I drove that. I've never driven a skid pad before, let alone a wet one. <laughs> I I might have had the first off. Okay. Um, but I got it together. Had like a respectable uh, G, which is what they did for the scoring on that one. Yeah. Um, and then that same day, we hustled over to Chrism for the autocross event, and Tim ran the autocross since he's definitely our, our faster autocross guy. Uh, Tim, you want to tell him a little bit about autocross? Oh gosh. Uh, so uh, let's let's talk about heartbreak in a cone uh, in cone four. Uh, so it, you know. It was a national uh, style scoring where it's three runs yep. and uh, you're done. Uh, but uh, uh, so the first run was like a 40.7, which put us, you know, top 15-ish or something like that. Okay. And uh, second run coned it, 
uh, with a slide. Uh, imagine a mid-engine car, you know, sliding when you lift throttle. That will happen. Surprise. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then the third run, though, uh, I had actually gotten it down to a 39.1, uh, and there was it would have put us top five overall uh, for the autocross, and I based the cone just enough with the rear tire that it caught the uh, uh, the bottom of it, just spun it around the back of the car. Oh, geez. Uh, so I didn't, yeah, I didn't feel it. Uh, uh, Lisa didn't even see it. Uh, we had to zoom in on the video that she was taking from the sideline to actually catch what happened. Uh, so he was a bit of a, like, all right, let's, we got both of our jinx out here. So let's actually, you know, have a good rest of the week. Uh, but yeah, from there we transitioned to, uh, uh, Nelson ledges, uh, which now we feel is a short drive at, at like 300 ish, almost 400 miles, something yeah. like that. Uh, and then, uh, Lisa did Nelson ledges two days ago now. Yep. Yep. So Nelson's was a blast. I obviously never been there before. Uh, so you basically get one recon lap, so you leave the pits as hot as possible and get one lap to warm up your tires and figure out the line. Then we do a standing start. Yep. Uh, so they pull you back up to start stop and just send it, and you get three laps, one of them, you know, came from a stop. I've never used the launch control in this car before. Shortest second <laughs> ever. Tim told me, give it one second, it lights up on the steering wheel. So I stood on the brake, stood on the throttle. As soon as that lit up, I was gone. I thought it was a second. Apparently, it was like a hundredth of a second. <laughs> yeah, there's there like two people uh, that that were standing by the sidelines there, and uh, I told them like, "Oh, this is the first time, you know, she's supposed to do a second. And it was literally both of them were like, "That was not a second. That was like two hits on the launch control and gone." <laughs> uh, but of course, you know, it does. It still does its thing, uh, and uh, she she took off just fine. Uh, we, we, we chalked it up to uh, Siberian hamster rage, so. <laughs> the, the, uh, yeah. I assume the car is a PDK if it's got launch control, or is this a stick thing, too? Yes. Uh, yep, it is a PDK. Okay. So uh, uh, one of the, the benefits of the, the GTS is uh, it's, it's basically Porsche's way of saying, here's all of the nice packages uh, or all of the nice options put together at kind of like a discount package. Mm -hmm. So you could you could option a Cayman S almost the same way, uh, minus the little extra 15 horsepower from the tune. Uh, and uh, uh, probably it will be ten thousand know, dollar difference. The, yeah, yeah, it's it's like an extra seven or eight thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. So the PDK with the Sport Chrono, you get the stiffest suspension package. Uh, and then this one has uh, the torque vectoring rear diff. Oh, cool. And a few other little things. So, yeah, cool. it's 300-ish wheel horsepower, about 3150 for weight. Pretty easy to drive overall, or? Uh, you know, it's, it's getting better. <laughs> it's uh, uh, transitioning from the uh, Subaru world that I normally live in. Uh, uh, of course, there you just put the biggest tire possible uh, that you can. And, and surprisingly, on the Cayman, uh, I went down from a 255 to a 245 in the front, okay. and it made the car infinitely better uh, because it was crisper. It told me what it was doing, and uh, uh, it wouldn't rotate quite so much. What size rear are you on? So uh, it's a 285. Okay, pretty good stagger. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I if, if Bridgestone made a uh, a 305, I would run it and then run a 255 front. Okay. The, so uh, I, I don't think it's possible to overtire the rear. Yeah, those uh, those cars you can you can fit a lot of tire under the back of them, if I recall. So. 
Yes. No. The the suspension and stuff that's all factory currently or no? Yeah, well the the shocks are not. So uh, uh, it does have MCS doubles okay. uh, on it. So we we actually lower it down or lower lower the uh, compression and, and rebound down uh, for transit, and then we have dry and wets uh, wet setups for uh, the actual track. Okay. Um. Yeah. What about sway bars so, and and all those fun things? Uh, we have one, so just like in A Street, we can do one rear bar or one bar. So uh, uh, Kevin put a, a rear Terrett bar on it. Okay. And uh, but we're actually running it full soft. Um, he ran it in autocross on the yoke uh, with a little bit uh, wider size, and yep. uh, so he used the rear bar there to to balance it out. And I figured out pretty quickly, nope, don't need that on a skinnier tire. Yeah, so, <laughs> might. Uh, yeah. You don't want to steer with the back tires too much, do you? No, no, that, that puts a lot of heat in it. The exhaust manifold already runs right past the rear tire, so okay. any any, any uh, reduction of heat back there is good. Yeah, the uh, the sounds like a pretty nice overall car to spend a week in. Is there enough room? I mean, Lisa's not the biggest, tallest person in the world, but is there enough room for bags and everything? You know. Oh yeah, we've yeah. gotten actually really good about packing it out. I think. Tim was surprised on how little I was able to bring. But okay. again, when you're fun size, your clothes are fun size. <laughs> it's um, true. We actually realized we could have brought more stuff. Like, we probably could have brought, a, you know, a scooter, which we didn't have, maybe some other tools. We brought two sockets and two wrenches. Yeah. Uh, that's I've it. never felt so naked. You, brought, <laughs> you literally brought two sockets and two wrenches? Yes. What did you bring? What, what ones? <laughs> Uh, so I brought a 15 and a 17 uh, for the sway bar, okay. and then uh, I brought a 19 for the wheels. And I was banking on borrowing other people's, you know, torque wrench or otherwise. And then uh, an E12, uh, which is a specialty socket for uh, the headers and the seats, ironically, in the Cayman, uh, which are the only two pieces that I've actually had off the car that required that socket. But what is an E12? Uh, I was like, All right. Uh, it looks like a star, like an inverted star okay. uh, socket. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's it's not a very common, like, I, I bought one years ago because uh, there was, like, one bolt uh, inside of the, uh, the, I think it's the front diff bolts on a Subaru transmission. Okay. Uh, use uh, E-size e uh, bolts for the ring gear. And uh, so, yeah, it was amusing. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, a, the, that is uh, not a lot of tools to go to, like, seven racetracks. Yeah. As, uh, as I, said, I, I was very terrified. Uh, normally I've got, you know, a bandsaw, a welder, uh, various other things. So Yeah, like a trailer and a truck and everything else. Huh? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, I, I, did, uh, I did actually pack everything for the transit. Uh, just in case I had to fix the truck and trailer, and to make me feel warm and fuzzy, mm -hmm. uh, I almost brought my favorite hammer just to give it the experience. Also, but uh, <laughs> in, in the end, I was like, "Man, that extra two and a half pounds is—I'm I'm, going to feel it at the end of the week after having packed and unpacked." Yeah, so many times. So, is this your? This is—I know this is Lisa's first time. Is this your first time as well doing one lap? It is. Cool. Uh, cool. I've—I've I've been trying to do it for uh, well, really since 2016. Um, I, I bought one of the GT350s, and I was one of the ones that uh, uh, caused the recall for the oil filter spinning off. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, so I I, uh, I bought C5Z, actually, from Christian Ship. Oh, yeah. Christian Ship's old C5Z. Yep. I did brakes uh, in my driveway in that car one time. 
they worked fine when I got it. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we did pads, uh, I think. He was up here for ITR Expo 2015, maybe. And, uh, yeah, we uh, we changed pads in my driveway. So. There you go. Yep. Yeah, so it's it. Uh, I was gonna do it for a little while. I just couldn't ever put it together. Okay. And then uh, uh, didn't have a car for it. Didn't have the budget for it. Uh, I, I had a chance in 2020, and then COVID happened. Uh, so yeah, finally, uh, when Kevin put this car up for sale, I was like, all right. Good all on car. Let's yeah. do this. Uh, uh, how many miles are on the car? Uh, right now we are at forty six thousand seven hundred and fourteen. That's pretty fresh. You're gonna you're gonna add like ten percent of its overall miles this week. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's amusing. Like among the uh, uh, and I wouldn't call this like a upper echelon marquee, but still like among the the higher uh, higher brands, let's call it. Uh, uh, like if you talk about Ferrari or a Lamborghini, like high mileage is like ten thousand miles. Yeah, and. Porsche is like you want to track it. Go ahead. If it goes over like you know eighty or a hundred thousand, that's that's really where they feel like they're high mileage. But yeah, yeah. And 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 then there's like the nine nine six twin turbo guy with like four hundred thousand miles that drives it around Minneapolis or something too. Like those things are pretty tough. Yeah. They're tough cars. So yeah, it was uh, actually amusing when I was in Germany to visit some family. Uh, uh, there was an article out, and uh, it was like Porsche is the most or voted most reliable. Uh, brand in Germany, I was like, well, guys, look at the competition here. You're talking about BMW, Volkswagen, and Mercedes to go against. It's not hard <laughs> to be most reliable in that company. Yeah. I, but, uh, I've, I've fixed some Volkswagens, especially of, like, the 2000 to 2007 generation that, like, I mean, the problems were just unfathomable. Like, why did you design it that way? And uh, why did you use that material? And they've gotten better, but... Uh, yeah, the Porsche stuff's pretty, it's been pretty bulletproof for a long time, you know, quirky to work on sometimes, but, uh, tough cars. So. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're relatively, I mean, everything that I've done, there's, there's definitely a few quirks here and there and you're you kind of look at it and you're like, why, why not just do this? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, in general, overall, uh, pretty robust. There's still, uh, strut suspension front yep. and rear, uh, on the Cayman and, uh, but, I mean, it's got good-sized brakes. Uh, we're actually running the stock calipers and rotor sizes. And, like I said, just uh, uh, Paget or Paget, however you say it, uh, nope. RSL 29s. Okay. That's it. Cool. Well, I hope the rest of the week is solid. Maybe we check in in a day or two. Um, but you guys got a long trek ahead of you tonight, and i got to go back to work. Yeah. So uh, There we go. Yeah, we're doing a bunch of these, like, 10, 15-minute ones, just checking in with people. And I think the Toyota guys that I'm going to try to get on tonight are having gremlin issues, so maybe – Maybe somebody with an unreliable car will be on the show. But so far, everybody's having a pretty good mechanical week. And you only brought four tools, so I hope it stays that way. So. That's me too. I was, was going to say, there is a Subaru there. So uh, they, they may have had some uppipe issues uh, leaving an SS. And we did change a spark plug on a C7Z06 today that had fallen apart. Oh, geez. So That's a weird failure. The, the, yeah, the mechanical attrition is is starting and we're just hoping that we don't catch it yeah i've uh, scott robertson told me that he was like kind of surprised how little mechanical attrition there seems to have been so far so um yeah it depends on who you talk to (laughs) there was a transmission change last night already there was yeah well that's like every gltc race ever so like nothing scares me anymore (laughs) uh but i guess when you're a thousand miles from home and you didn't bring all the tools it's got to be hard 
15 and a 17, an E12 and a 19 socket. You're effed, it's, mate. It's like, yeah, just like, please, please, God of Tarmac, just just be with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if uh, if you have to fix it, you fix it with the credit card and you're done for the week, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, hopefully uh, I'll check in with you guys after Eagles Canyon. Was it Eagles Canyon tomorrow? Yeah. Yep. Okay, get like a, what, a 10-plus so hour drive? Uh, yeah, currently it's uh, 10 hours and 4 minutes to destination. Just clicked over to 699 miles to go. Okay. 11.45 is our ETA. Well, that's that's not a terrible night, but it's still a long day. That's a long freaking day. Yeah, yeah. Having done two time attack sessions, all of the prep, woke up, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a long day. That's yeah, a lot of windshield time. Have to, yeah, you definitely have to uh, uh, plan it out and... You know, one person gets to nap in the car, the other person yeah. uh, does the transits listening to podcasts. So. Yeah, that's a – man, I wanted to do it so much when I was younger. And the older I get and the more I stare out the windshield of an RV going to too many events a year, like the less I want to do one lap. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, it, it seems to be popular right now. you got 80-some cars, so and you guys are doing well, especially for your first year. So. Um, We're gonna give it a try. That's for sure. Yep, keep it up, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys in the next day or so. Sounds good. Adam. All right, cool. Have a good uh, have a good drive to Texas. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the time, Bye. guys. All right, hit that record button. Um, so we're talking to one lap of America teams all week, and uh, we got uh, on Slip Angle podcast. We got Andrew Brownfield. He's in a Supra. He works at Toyota or is affiliated in many ways. And I have been introduced to him from our buddy John Cruz. Um, so how you doing, man? How's your team doing? How's your car? Uh, doing well. Uh, car uh, performing beyond what uh, maybe it should be with a few of the issues we've had this week. But overall, the the team, uh, all three of our entries this year, uh, we got the Supra the Camry and the TR86, uh, everyone's really performing well and performing yeah. as a real solid team. And you're in the Supra, correct? That's correct. What uh, What's all done to the Supra, and how long have you driven this thing? It's been a few years, right? Yeah, we uh, we were, uh, this is uh, the prototype A91, so this was the very first A91 Supra that was made. Oh, wow. Uh, it was utilized for the advertisement campaign by um, TMS when they were advertising this vehicle throughout the U.S. And then uh, after, they were finished, after they were finished using it for that campaign, uh, they were nice enough to uh, give it to us to continue development on and utilize it uh, for some of this track usage. Okay. So we've been driving that since um, roughly 2020, okay. 2021. Was this the one that might have been at Midwest Festival last year, uh, our Grid Life Midwest Festival? It is. It that's is the one that was chasing the drift cars with Larry Chen. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was the substitute Larry Chen car because he <laughs> he couldn't bring his. So. Correct, yeah. yeah. And that's, uh, is that blue and silver, if I remember? Or was? Yeah, it's uh, blue, blue with pink accents. Okay, yeah. Um, so you told me that you've been – well, currently you're sitting like P3 overall, right? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, um, and uh, you're fighting a few issues, but uh, what's what's going on electrically with the car or gremlin wise, and, uh, and and what's going what's going wrong and what's going well? How's it, how's it doing? Oh uh, well, you know this car comes what maybe 380 horsepower from the factory. Yeah, uh, we've we've got it cranked up a bit with uh, Zach Tucker at Counter Space Garage. We've been working with him over the past two years to really develop the vehicle, and we're trying to push uh 700 and 
30 horsepower roughly with the vehicle now. Oh my gosh. Uh, the past year, we've really heavily developed a fuel system to be able to support that with the OEM fuel tank. Okay. Um, so a lot of gremlins with fuel starvation um, and uh, that what comes with that over the past few uh, months. We actually swapped an engine into this vehicle a few weeks ago just to make sure we were at the top of our game for this year's one lap. Okay. Um, and this week we, uh, our testing was a little bit cooler, um, maybe not so much open track as what we're seeing here in one lap, so we weren't really um, in testing, able to push the car as hard as we have been this week. Yeah. Um, so, so we, the first two limp mode issues we had at Nelson Ledges and Road Atlanta turned out to be uh, the EVAP system. We actually blew uh, the check valve in the EVAP system, so we were pushing 48 pounds of boost into the fuel tank uh, or into the charcoal canister. You're running and how much boost? 48 pounds? Yeah, we're, we're running uh, oh my gosh. 40s at any given time when we're at wide open throttle going down the back stretch at like Road Atlanta. Wow. So I, I don't know, 20, high 20s from OEM, we've got the Pure 800 Turbo on this car. Okay. Uh, the, port, the port injection that we've added with the CSF uh, manifold, so we, it's allowed us to really uh, push that high boost. That's a, that's a big number. Um, I've really never looked into like what kind of boost like you know Jackie and some of our friends are running, but I imagine it's probably pretty similar. But yeah, yeah, definitely. What's uh, what's done to the bottom end of the engine? Is it all factory, or you got big rods and pistons in there, or what's that take? We have not opened it at all. It's completely <laughs> factory. It blows um, me blocked, away. <laughs> walked off a couple ports in the in the uh, valve cover just to help oh prevent the boost from blowing out the diaphragm and the PCB. But other than that, the engine is entirely stock with uh, the upgraded intake manifold from CSF. That is utterly incredible how strong that bottom end is. Uh, when yeah, it, it, you know, people joke it's it really is the uh, modern day two JZ engine, this B fifty eight. Yeah, it's uh, w when it was coming out, uh, everybody was like, "Oh man, look out for the reliability issues," and like it seems like it's just better in every way. Like it's unreal. What a crazy car. But, yeah, uh, I, the partnership with Toyota and BMW really worked well with this, uh, with Toyota supporting going through and the design and, and helping give feedback. It just it yeah. seems to be working really well. It's a wild Everyone engine. that's impressed with this engine. Yeah, very wild. Um, and to see what, I mean, we've seen uh, any level of them in grid lifetime attack, you know, up to probably near where you're at. And, uh, and they're just, they seem really solid cars. You know, once you sort out a few little gremlins, like because it's a modern car you know and it's doing you're trying to do things that you're not designed to do with it and uh yeah once you sort that stuff out they're unreal so yeah absolutely how do you like driving it is it uh it, like have you driven anything else similar do you have anything to compare it to uh i, I love driving it we we have a uh i competed in a our old frs it's a, really a fully caged track prep vehicle that yep has street plates so um it drives much nicer because we really have all this, the creature comfort still in this vehicle uh it's basically stock minus a few carpet pieces in the rear yep. uh, so it's quiet it rides smooth um the kw suspension is really we, we were able to adjust that for the uh for the interstate travel and it okay. really works well so overall i really have no complaints there yeah, it's got to be a missile on the back straight of Road Atlanta, though. And Nelson Ledges is not a slow track. We've talked about that with a few other people. That's a very fa one of the fastest tracks in the country on average speed. So, um, yeah, that, that track we really were able to carry some momentum. Uh, we were in limp mode in the morning session at Nelson Ledges and still somehow managed first overall in that first time trial. Wow. Um, 
which if for those who aren't familiar with one lap uh you start out the rest of the week based on how you finish in the very first uh time uh time trial yep. so when we finish when we finish first overall we basically grid out first at every single event the rest of the week puts you in a good spot uh, yeah it's great for uh, getting out of the track early, but uh, since we have three entries, we stay behind and make sure we get everything packed up and oh, ready okay. for all three cars. But uh, sometimes, you know, it rains overnight. The tracks may not, you know, at Road Atlanta, the first morning session, I think our run damp. group and maybe, yep. maybe Tomo's run group, the first and second run group were a little damp. So yeah, yeah. You, you run into that sometimes. So Yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. You know, it's, yeah. uh, that's what you get for going fast, right? <laughs> right. Um, out of all the tracks on uh, one lap, um, what have you all driven before, and what have you what haven't you driven yet? You know, this year we were really excited when the schedule came out because I have laps at every single track on the circuit. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Nelson, I only have the 2019 one lap, uh, so six total laps on it. Right. Uh, still, still one overall in the morning there, and did really well in the afternoon in the rain. Good. Uh, so that worked out. Uh, Eagles Canyon, where we're headed right now, I also only have the six laps from uh, 2020 or 2021 one lap. Yep. So th- this will be a whole new game for me. I was in the Camry there last time, uh, which is heavily modified and still a lot of fun there. Yeah. But uh, it'll be a, a whole different game in the Supra, and only having six laps. So we'll see. See how that turns out. Yeah. What? Uh, how many one laps have you personally done? This is my sixth one lap. My, I think it's my fifth one actually driving. I came as a media member the very first year. And okay. From that moment on, I was hooked. Um, I'm, I, your your voice sounds super familiar. Did I, by chance, talk with you at Blackhawk Farms a couple years back? Uh, yes, you did. I, I believe. Th- I, actually, I, I think I. I think I. Um, may have done really well at that event if you if it was the you were, one lap event yeah were you in the camry there i was in the jerry six oh okay or, sorry, okay the frs FRS. okay yeah i talked with a bunch i mean i just small talk i was i was hanging out in the paddock that day um did a did a bunch of shows but i was just small talking with a bunch of people um yeah i'm uh, i'm sure i've met you for more for a few minutes at least but um i think i got to meet you at grid life uh when we, when we did last year yeah, the yeah. time attack car for the Every, chasing. Everybody blurs together. I'm like better with fa- <laughs> with with voices than faces almost nowadays. So, sure. Um, but yeah, very uh, very cool to hear that the car is doing really well. Um, what uh, what's that thing like to live with as far as consumables and brakes and all that stuff? Uh, have you are you guys swapping pads or rotating tires around? Do you have a square setup? Like, what do you guys have on on there for tires and brakes? Uh, we we do have square setup. Um, it does come. Uh, staggered from the factory we, the, one of the first modifications almost anyone super does it squares it up immediately so you can rotate tires we are rotating uh, we rotated today uh, diagonally yeah. we're running the Bridgestone RE71RS so we're able to run them on either side okay um, and then for brakes we're running the counter space pads uh, you know they they outlast the rotors pretty much they Usually we'll put a set on before one lap. We'll go to run them at every time attack event for the rest of the year. Um, half the time we change them out just because we feel like we should, and we've got three-quarter use pads uh, still sit on the shelf. Yeah. Are, are you so on between what, the? Are you on factory brakes though? Otherwise, or no? We are. Yeah. Yeah. That's front a, and rear brake calipers are completely factory. That speaks. That speaks volumes for how decently engineered that car was to take abuse. Yeah, when you can put a time down like that at Road Atlanta, you know, we're going 100 and 
70 miles an hour down the back stretch <laughs> to be able to stop in ten, at 10A. That is wildly uh, fast. Amazing. That is wildly fast. Yeah, and in such a in such a stock-ish car, realistically. Do you have a roll bar and stuff in that one? We do have a bolt-in roll yeah. bar from Titan Motorsports. Uh, okay. They got us powder-coated pink. We sent them some powder coat to match our other accents, and yeah. they got it powder-coated for us and shipped so, up. So you got a little bit of additional safety, but, yeah. Um, yeah, mostly rollover and something to hold the, uh, the, the six-point harnesses we're running. Yeah, I would imagine going 170 miles an hour, you hit the brakes real hard, and the three-point is going to, you know, be a little less adequate than a six-point just to hold you into the seat still. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and internally with Toyota, you know, we our minimum requirement we have to have fire system and harnesses in all of our cars. Okay. Uh, just just for a liability standpoint. Yep. How uh, how easy is it to um, to get into motorsports stuff when you are at, when you're affiliated with Toyota? Are they pretty generous and supportive of that stuff? Or yeah, uh, you no. Know, one, one thing I'm really uh, we're really lucky to have is management and, and the whole company that really supports what we're doing. That's um, cool. And if you're within PE, our production engineering group, uh, anyone, it's voluntary, so anyone that wants to join that's in, the, in within PE blanket, they're able to come down to the shop and uh, get the trainings and onboarding and, and work with the team. That's cool. That's uh, How many cars do you guys have to play with? Uh, obviously, the three cars that you talked about. Um, what else do you guys got? Anything? We've also got a 2012 Avalon, uh, 2012 FRS. Okay. Uh, and a 1985 MR2 that we run limits with. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Hard to believe that the FRS is like 10, 12 years, 10, 11 years old now at this point. But, um, I know, and it's, it's crazy because yeah. I, I remember building that car for one lap, and it seems like that was just a couple years ago. Yeah, and I remember that when I saw the first one at a racetrack, I was like, oh, my gosh, I've seen one in person, and now it's like every third car in the paddock. Like, it's such a popular chassis. So. Yeah, I mean, you really just can't beat that chassis for the price point. Uh, it's one of the best dollar-for-dollar dollar vehicles you could own. Yeah, and it's a modern chassis, uh, you know, simpler. work. You can still work on it. It'll crash well. Like, they're strong. Like, there's so many perks versus, like, a 30-year-old Honda Civic, you know, 30-year-old Miata. Um, but it's still, sure. it's, it's in that same vein of a fun car to drive, you know. Um, yeah, half, and, half the sensors that you have on some of them, like the cars, like the Supra and such, right, so it right. comes with that aspect, that little, benefit. A little simpler, but it seems like you're making it yeah. work with the Supra. I hope the rest of the week goes well. Um, but you got a long drive. You said you're in Arkansas somewhere, you said? Yeah, we're um, in the middle of Arkansas, maybe a couple hours from the Texas border. Okay. How uh, how many more hours to go? Four or five? Uh, it looks like about five hours. We should be uh, in Decatur, Texas. Okay. Um, and uh, any uh, any anything that you're worried about, or are you mostly uh, just focusing on driving and keeping the car in limp mode, uh, etc.? Uh, we fixed the EVAP system today, yeah. and uh, after after fixing that, we ran the afternoon session and had some intake air temps that were too high. So okay. I think uh, now that we're midway through the week, we're third overall, and before we let uh, second and first place get out of reach, I think we're going to turn the power down a little bit. Gotcha. Um, try to keep it in a range that's not going to limp it, yep. and I think we'll still be extremely competitive and, and can still try to, to gain a little bit on second and maybe first place with, with Tomo and the GT3. Yeah. Well, I hope it uh, hope it goes well. Maybe we, uh, hopefully we can check in with you on on Wednesday or Thursday and uh, see how you guys did at Eagles Canyon. What's after Eagles Canyon? I can't remember. Uh, we head up to Hallett, 
that I have a couple one laps on. Okay. One in the rain, one in the dry. So I, I do have both. Hopefully, hoping for some dry there. Yeah. But yeah. Um, then from there we go to NCM in Kentucky. Okay. Uh, real close to our headquarters, so that might draw a crowd of some of the engineering management, some some members from Toyota HQ. I would imagine you got some pretty good seat time there, correct? Yeah, I probably have. I don't know, 500 laps or more at that track, <laughs> so I'm really hoping the car is in good shape when we get there. Is that enough laps to, like, remember where you're at in that big track with walls that all look the same? <laughs> I don't know that you could ever have enough laps for that. Yeah, every time I go around that track, I've been around it, you know, probably five or six sessions. It's like three laps in, and I'm remembering what's starting to remember what's coming up, but, like, it takes us some time to get good at that place. Yeah, you know, Barber and... Atlanta and NCM are the three tracks we go to the most. And, okay. You know, Barber's, Barber's technical enough in its own, but NCM's in a whole other world of yeah. technicality and trying to remember all your your, your points, your apexes, everything. And, and really, like, stri- it, like stretches all the limits of, of the car. It, it has something for every car, realistically. Yeah. So you got to have a good, good all-around machine for that one. So. Cool, man. Well, I'll bother you uh, some more through the rest of the week. I hope, uh, I hope you hold on to it. So. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate All right. it. Yeah, and uh, thanks for uh, thanks for occupying some of your long midnight stretch <laughs> with us. So, <laughs> no, thanks for having me on. Cool, Matt. We'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye. All right. Let's see if we can get a hold of Tom Suttered. I've been texting with him as well. And Chris uh, Sullivan, our photographer buddy, uh, says that above 90 mi- 95 miles an hour, uh, my AC doesn't work because it probably runs out of power. That's amazing. <laughs> and also, we had him on the show yesterday, uh, and he sent me a picture of the, one of the amazing shots that he took while he was shooting with his left hand and talking on the phone, semi-distracted with his right hand. Uh, I'll have to uh, link that somewhere. So very, very cool. CRS. F-O-T-O on Instagram. CRS photo. Let's see if we can get a hold of time real quick. Argue about wheel widths and stuff like that. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey, man. Call you back on Andy's phone. I can do that. All right, no problem. See ya. Doing it live. Let's find Andy Hollis. Where's Andy Hollis? There we are. Let's call him. There's the ring. Hello there. Hey, dudes. Where are you guys at? We are in the middle of nowhere uh, passing an NSX towing half of it. <laughs> You're right. passing Chad Gilsinger, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. U.S. 80 lads going across the rumble strips. The rumble strips and the, on the double yellow lines. Oh, okay, gotcha. But, but it, was, it, it was dotted when we entered the passing zone. But <laughs> anyway, um, just, just to clarify in case there's any we haven't been breaking any laws no, everybody's no. breaking laws I'm getting a lot of stories about how the AC doesn't work in a Honda Fit above 95 miles an hour so. yeah well they should be on the highway yeah, yeah. yeah we, did hear that. we did hear that 
Yeah. Uh, so we're on US 82, um, headed across. We're basically avoiding the whole Dallas Fort Worth okay. uh, Metroplex by. We're going to stay in Gainesville, um, which is actually before you get to the track. Because gotcha. all those guys are staying, those guys are staying in Decatur, which is past the track, which seemed like a dumb idea to me. Uh, but you know, I I frequent this area. See, so see, I, I got my know. Texas native with me, That's so it. yeah. All the secrets. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling at home right now. I mean, it's just you know, we came across the border and just kind of, just kind of felt like home again. But yeah, as soon as we crossed the line, I look over and all of a sudden he's wearing a big cowboy hat. I was like, <laughs> where'd that come from? The uh, I would imagine that's a highway that you go up and down quite a bit with uh, with your location and all the things you drive yeah. to. So. Yeah, actually, the, the, not this one because this one we're going from east to west. You know, parallel. Okay. about time we're only four days in so. uh, Andy went a second a lap quicker than me yeah um, he'd been there to that track before four times including okay. in this car before i'd never driven it you know and i was out there when it was warmer see i'm doing yeah. the andy excuse yeah. thing now <laughs> it sounds just like him yeah you learn you learn from the best to his credit though honestly that i mean if you look at he finished about the same placing as I did, okay. even though he was slower. So I think the track just got slower. Everybody got slower because it was warm and all. Right. Um, so I think we were both like 28th overall or something like that. Yeah, I saw the that. Part of it was that. The better part of it was he ended up um, sneaking in front of, just barely in front of, um, two of our closest rivals within the class. And the cool. way the class scoring works, it's not based on the overall. It's just based on your position relative to your other classmates so you could finish you know 10 places higher overall and if you're just one place in front of your classmate just looking at those class then you just get a five point differential yep. so sneaking in front of them you know that that's that's as good as being you know 10 seconds in front of them um it gets to the same points cool. so it keeps the class the class standings kind of more um you know, more variable um, and closer throughout the entire event. Yeah, it, it is uh, a cool way to, to score it. Um, yeah, and, and, it really we, are, we are definitely worried about the Hellcat. Yeah, Randy's, Randy's, you know, starting to get it figured out. They worked through a few problems. They had their alignment slip on them. Is that in the same class yeah. as you? Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, that don't it, make no sense. You know, every time I pick up a magazine, I'm, I'm reading about how the GTI and a Hellcat Red Eye are comparable. Yeah, so, yeah. we, we want to make a YouTube video of, like, uh, you know, comparing the two, because clearly they're the same. Yeah, well, I mean, they probably put down a pretty similar lap time. They just do it in very different ways. Well, actually, the Hellcat's usually slower so far. But, okay. But um, that's quickly well, changing. And, and, all, and all of the big tracks, they're, like, 10 seconds faster, because they, they will yeah. literally pick up five seconds a lap. In like the dig, yeah. Back straight, yeah. You know, they're just, 
they're doing 150 something, and we're like barely 120. Yeah, you, you put um, you put uh, you put one of those on a quarter mile, and it'll probably run four seconds faster than that than your car. Well, in fact, so that, that's we have a quarter mile later yeah, in the week. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Reminding us. Yeah. Well, you're screwed. Just, just rubbed it in. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but then we yeah. got bracket drag, so if we're consistent, yeah, we might be able to uh, to, to do something. Uh, there. So we'll see. How not a lot better than a DSG or a PDK and bright and something like that. So. You think? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. but we're dealing with a car with heat soak issues, so right. that's going to be a challenge. We're going to have to predict how that. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Interesting car choice. Uh, so different than the typical Andy Hollis car choice. Oh, well, so. Andy, do you want to tell them about the McLaren update, or is it too soon? Oh, that's too soon. Okay. Yeah, there's, okay. there's some news there, and it's not all rosy. Oh no! So, yeah. <laughs> is somebody is somebody that's not to... you paying for it at least still? Yeah, well, we're not sure yet. It's oh still, no! It's getting, it's, it's getting fought about. You know, within various parts of McLaren, so I, I need to make some phone calls tomorrow. So I'm, I'm kind of not looking forward to that. So for I, I, I didn't really want to have to go there, yeah. but I think I'm going to have to go there. Oh no! So for for those yeah. uh, for those who haven't listened to one of the previous shows, Andy's got a what a 720s. Yes. And an alternator died, and now the engine needs to be replaced because the mounting surface on the engine got beat to all heck. And it's like a gear drive alternator, you said? Or a, yeah, it's a gear, gear drive alternator off, yeah. the, off the oil pump shaft. That's and, wild. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot more to the story, but I don't need to go public with it just quite yet. Well, uh, nothing. But I'm prepared to if uh, things don't, don't uh, use ruthless. Don't, don't. Because I think it's important that everybody understands if, if, if a certain manufacturer doesn't want to stand behind their products <laughs> or their service departments and make things right. So we'll see. We'll see. see we'll that's see why I drive go. a Volkswagen because it falls apart and they can just go, yeah, that's what it's supposed to do. Good yeah, life. you paid $22,000 for it. That's what yeah. it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but you know, to, to their credit in the past when weird things have happened, they've been really good about it. Yeah. So I just need to get with the right people and, and make some uh, phone calls and make them aware of some of the circumstances that they might not be aware of. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how it goes. I, I think actually call King Charles, right? Because it's a British company. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you're 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 literally like sitting with like the publisher of like the only aftermarket track magazine on like the planet that I'm aware of anymore. So, you're you're next to King Tom. So, <laughs> so yeah. Tom. Wow. King Tom. Yeah, I don't know how I like that. I'm not sure I want to be associated with the royal family. So, yeah, King Tom and, and, and uh, One Lap Yoda. Which is, <laughs> oh, yeah, so, call, it, was, yeah, call it One Lap Yoda. One Lap Yoda. Or no, Autocross Yoda. Autocross yeah. Yoda? Is that yeah, it was? I, don't, I don't remember. I started looking at your ears. I was like, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> how many How many Autocross or Solo Championships do you have, Mr. Yoda? Uh, 13. That's a lot. <laughs> That's yeah. too many. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them is pro solo, including three overalls. Okay. But no, who's counting? No big deal. Yeah. That was a, that was a lifetime ago. Yeah. As it, as it, it feels like anyway. All right. So, where, uh, how far, how close to your destination are you guys? Uh, let's see. It's uh, under two hours. Yep. Oh, nice. I was just talking with uh, Andrew from the Toyota team. He's in the oh, Supra. Yeah. And he, they're staying. They stay around and wait for all the PE Toyota teams, 
And they're like he's in the first run group, and they were like five and a half hours away still. So, oh, poor wow. fella, poor fella. But that's that, that's that team spirit, man. Yeah, yeah, you gotta stick around in case your buddies break. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, and, and to their credit, um, those guys jump in like when um, when a certain car ran into the uh, tire barrier at. Uh, um, Nelson the other day, they were the first on the spot. He got back and we're already fixing panels on the car and okay. stuff like that. And they brought out alignment tools nice. and, re- and checked the alignment on the car to verify that it was still straight and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, those, those guys, they're real pros, even though they're amateurs at this, you know, as we all are. Yep. But uh, uh, n- nobody, nobody helps more people than the Toyota guys. And, you know, and of course, tools and stuff, but they've got all the know-how, all the yeah. engineering and stuff, and, and, and they're always one to jump in, not just for themselves, but for anybody. It's good. They, they helped out, you know, the year that uh, I was uh, MacGyvering the, uh, when we took a rock through the radio on the 720 and we were MacGyvering a fix for it. Oh, they yeah. they yeah. Came, came forth with uh, some hose and some other tools and things like that that we couldn't source elsewhere, and that jumped right in so yeah they're they're every year they're uh, they're helping people so it's it's good to see that yeah and, and also good to see a car like that like overall the first day and i mean, the top three you know like a, oh yeah yeah yeah, very, oh, yeah, very cool. well, yeah that's the other part too is clearly they you know it's not just helping other people they're, but they're, they're slaying they're, they're, they're yeah. stuff going on yeah pretty cool so, um, yeah, the uh, I guess it, it, how many tools did you guys have? Because I talked to Tim White and Lisa Keys today, and they have like a screwdriver and a fifteen and a so seventeen I, and the E twelve socket or whatever the heck that means, and that's I, it. I packed some. I, I packed a, a decent little bit. I mean, we we have like a, I don't know what would you say twenty pounds of tools. Okay. Like yeah, like enough for the basics. Like like we could fix a, a bad sensor or a, a, we could change spark plugs like that kind of stuff but yeah. that's about as, as much as we're equipped to really deal with you bring a four and, jack um, or no no we didn't bring a jack we brought we brought a set of ramps so we could do alignment adjustments gotcha uh, but we we, didn't, we just we have a factory jack for tire changes that's yeah. it yeah. Um, and, and the thinking being that if we get to the point where we're doing more major work than that we'll be sourcing parts and at that point we can source tools or, or borrow tools makes sense yeah, and somebody's gonna have a floor jack, you know. Yeah. Right. It's, that's a, that's an easy thing to find. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you don't need it. But you're not rotating tires or anything, playing with brakes. Not yet. But if it if we end up with like uh, so right now, of course, you know, front wheel drive, we're wearing the front tires mostly. Yep. Not rears, so the rears are still very full tread. And so if we get to a situation where the um, uh, we've got like significant rain. Yep. Um, in the forecast, we may rotate the more full tready ones to the front, front to back. Yep. Uh, take advantage of that. But other than that, at this point, and we're getting great wear out of the bridge notes, these RE seventy one RS, working great, and um, you know, not too bad noise wise on the highway. Yep. Um, and, they, and they were we ran through a good storm the other night, and they were fine. Good. So, you know, thank thankfully, finally, we have two hundred tread wear tires that. Um, are actually really darn good in the wet at the same time. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Seems like a pretty good all-around. So. It is. It really is. Nice. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to go to bed because I've had a long day, and you're not <laughs> you're not there yet, so you drive safe. No. So. All right. Uh, See you. Thanks. Right. Chad, appreciate your time, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. Well, 
did day four and uh gotta get these shows to abe we'll have a bunch of shows for you so uh thanks everybody for following along in uh with the 2023 one lap drama and trying to check in with a bunch of different teams we'll talk to you guys soon oh by the way if you haven't go check out forum.tracktuned.com if you're still here um, got uh, got a growing amount of build threads. Uh, some really cool. Just had a great article pop up about brake pads. Um, really, really, really excited about uh, the first week on the forum. So forum.tracktune.com. Check it out. I think I'm pretty good. Um, how how was the rest of that drive last night? Well, it was good right up until we found uh, that we'd blown the front left shock. Oh no, a shocker strut yep. actually strut right. Uh, yeah, but it's a strut, uh, strut car, but, uh, it was the, uh, so whatever, yeah, it's an MCS two-way remote, and, uh, uh, so while we were driving through Arkansas, I noticed the front end had started to pick up a shutter. Okay. Uh, like if, if I was hitting the potholes that were everywhere, they, you know, they can't even be avoided, and, um, so we, when we stopped for our first fuel stop, uh, I was walking around the car and I was like, oh, it looks, looks like I drove through something. And then I looked closer and I was like, no, wait, that's oil inside the wheel that has been flung out all over the tires and like down the side of the car. And, uh, oh, no. so yeah, we, we, uh, we paid attention to it, looked at a few things. And, uh, so now it's, it's, uh, obviously we, one of the seals has, uh, exited the chat yep. and, uh, but we're driving around it. It's still drivable, yeah. uh, but you know, hit more than a few bumps, and it, and the whole wheel just starts to oscillate. So. Yeah. And how, how was it on track? Because you guys had Eagles Canyon this morning. How was that? Yeah, so it wasn't bad at all. Um, I actually had a pretty terrible morning session for me. It was the first time I ever hit kind of like a mental block. Um, just wasn't in it this morning and gathered myself together for the afternoon session and tested much better in shape for seconds off my time. Okay. Um, so yeah, on track it was pretty good. You could feel it on fast straight. Uh, I would feel it quartering and as I was getting back on gas, you could feel the shutter then. Yeah. You know, the car's like hooked up and it wasn't super happy. So I tried not to hammer the curves on that side. Um, just the curves at Eagles is actually really nice, so it wasn't too bad. Um, so yeah, I, I think it feels the worst on transit, uh, especially if the ambient water we just attempted to drive through. Yeah, it's a Going, going through a, a big band of rain, had to actually slow down. Now, we are uh, now four days into one lap on the same set of 71 RSs. Uh, so, it's, you know, we're still kind of kind of looking at the tread depth. Like, I really hope it doesn't rain too much on that final transit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could be a problem. I bet, I bet some people have pretty low tires by this point. But how, uh, how are they wearing on your car? Uh, right now they're they're looking good, um, you know. Just once again, because it's a uh, you know an A street car, uh, yeah. I'm not allowed to run any camber outside of OEM adjustment. Uh, so, you know, we're at like negative 1.6 to 1.8 in the front, and about negative 2.3 in the rear. And uh, right now, it's doing okay. Uh, we're probably somewhere around uh, maybe half the life. Okay. Uh, so still still pretty reasonable does that thing um, does it wear the outsides or no because because uh, of camber or not yeah it does it does outside shoulder is, it yep. gets beat up the worst i would imagine yeah uh, 
Yeah, I was I was able to flip the uh, the prior set actually, and uh, uh, it continued to work fine. Um, so after this one gets, you know, when we, well, I'll probably end up flipping a set of tires around for another track, okay. something like that. But I'm not expecting much beyond that. Um, weird weird question. Are you allowed to do that mid one lap? Are you allowed to have a tire shop move the tires around, or is that verboten? You can. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, all that matters to them is the fact that uh, uh, that you have the one lap branded tires. So there's an actual yep. uh, brand, brand that goes into the tire, so you can't replicate it with a sticker or otherwise. Yeah. How do they keep uh, track if you have added different tire uh, different tires or not? Uh, I mean, part of it's probably going to be uh, the uh, you know, honor yeah honor system. Yeah. Um, but you know, any any time that somebody shows up, and, and you know, by this point, there's a lot of brake dust. Uh, like if you looked at my car, and, and all of a sudden one of the wheels had, you know, very evident, uh, you know, hand marks on it or otherwise, and the tire looked considerably newer than the rest that are also coated <laughs> in brake yeah. dust. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's some stuff like that, and, and uh, in reality, modern tire tech have come so far. It's unreal. Uh, yeah, like. People, people were able to run AO 52s even on, um, you know, uh, legitimate race cars yep. that were running downforce and everything, and they were still doing okay. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, I was talking to you a second before we recorded, and I guess because of rain, the drag strip was canceled? you get an earlier night and a little bit a uh, little bit of time off yeah we're actually uh uh you know now that uh now that the drag is canceled everyone is scrambling to figure out where we're going to eat or or otherwise <laughs> and uh it's kind of a you know get a bunch of autocrossers together and say hey let's go one lapping so every event they're like oh we should get mexican after i'm like guys guys it's been four days of mexican it's like, like it's too many margaritas living. and tacos yeah, <laughs> yeah well yeah, so could, could be worse problems but you know too, oh, yeah. too much mexican uh yeah i mean that's a problem but it's a pretty good problem so yeah why no, is that no, why is that such a thing in autocross world i don't know yeah, it just a, just, just happens to be because even i know about it i'm like tangent only tangentially related to autocross worlds yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's definitely a thing. I think it has to do with like, you know, if you, if you go to like a burger joint or otherwise, you know, it's just heavy food, etc. Not that Mexican can't be heavy or otherwise, but yeah. it's the tequila. It's yeah. Well, let's just go with it. it's the tequila yeah, for it's, sure. It's probably the drinks. Yeah. Uh, well, where are you guys going to end up tonight? Stillwater. Yep, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Okay. And uh, unfortunately. There isn't really a hotel that's close to Hallett, it seems. So everyone is like 30 to 45 minutes away from the track. So it'll be a, an early morning, but at yeah. least, you know, again, an early night to get there. What time do you guys have to, like, report to the racetrack? What's, like, how early do you need to be there? So first car on track is usually about 8.30 in the morning. Oh, uh, early. But, 
Yeah, we've, we've figured out pretty quickly that uh, if, if we uh, get there at, you know, 7.45 or whatever, all of the good spots are taken, so then you're, you're forced to, you know, paddock wherever you can find a spot. Yep. Uh, and you miss the track walk. Yeah. You get there early, so you can get that track walk in. Okay. Which, this was something we'd never heard of before in Eagles Canyon. They're like, we need to actually patrol the track and make sure there's nothing that can hurt you for wildlife that's out there. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Rattlesnakes and stuff like that. Can you imagine yeah. how much it would hurt to hit a cow? It'd be, it'd be like five deer at the same time. Oh, oh my God. gosh, that'd be terrible. Well, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm glad your blown shock isn't ruining the rest of your trip. Hopefully the transit is okay, but the Cayman's holding up for, uh, for Tim and Lisa. So that's good. Cool. We will continue on. Yeah, keep the trek on. Uh, I just figure I had, an, I had a little bit of time this afternoon. Let's see who I can connect with, and you're the first try. So, um, hope, there we go. Hope the rest of the night goes well, and you don't eat too many tacos or whatever you end up with with all your autocross nerds. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Yes, we'll sit there and we'll do uh, calculator racing with the best of them. There, there you go. Watch out for the potholes because it might might not end well if you hit it with the front with the one front wheel. So. I know. Oh, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll do our best. That's not fun. I got a I got a semi blown strut on, or shock on my F three fifty, and it's just like an F three fifty that I drive around town in, and it's annoying as hell. So, yeah, time to yeah. I can I can definitely say going from the uh, sharp front end of, of two good working MCSs to one working MCS and then a floppy thing, it's just no, no, it's very yeah. <laughs> quite quite a just drastic change, I would imagine. It is well, for sure. I don't. I don't think you're going to be able to send your bill to the to the U.S. Uh, transit here. And, and and who monitors the 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 freeways? NTSB. I don't know. But you're going to have to pay for that one, probably. Yeah. Well, luckily I'd already planned on uh, getting all four rebuilt at the end of the season anyway. So this one is just telling me that it's time for uh, time for a little early maintenance before yeah. solo national. Anyways. Yeah. You probably got enough time for that. They they service a lot of Porsche stuff, so. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, uh, we'll talk to you guys soon, and uh, have a great rest of your night. Thank you. See you guys. Then by the third lap, it started heat soaking, cutting yeah. power. So, so Andy so, managed a couple of two twelves and a two fourteen, which was pretty crazy, and put him twenty fifth overall. Um, um, and, I, and right off. Let, let me stop you real quick. I forgot to hit the red button. I hate it when that happens, and now I did. Um, so good news and bad news. Uh, Andy's been to this racetrack a bunch. Tom hasn't. And yep. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. I'm bad. I'm bad at podcasting. I'm, I'll get good at it someday. You're good. So, so Andy, Andy had a heck of a drive and managed a 25th overall finish in the morning. Yep. Um, he clearly has learned to become one with the turbo lag, and he he was turning lap time just barely off Randy Pope's in the Hellcat. Is that is, uh, is that the highest you've had finish wise in, at a road course? I think we were. I we think were this week. Plus. Yeah, we yeah yeah we we have been on our on our good sessions. We have been in the twenties. Yeah. Which which is just stupid given what the car is. It's so simple. Um, yeah. it, it's very simple and very underpowered, especially. What year GTI uh, is that again? Twenty fifteen. The twenty seventeen. So it's a Mark Seven. Yep. The Volkswagen nerds. Yeah, it's a Mark Seven. Okay. But yeah, I mean Andy. Andy I mean factory GR eighty six nine eleven. 
911 GT3 RS, GT500, Cayman S, GT500, you know, Camaro. I mean, Andy just cleaned up out there. It was crazy. And for listeners, this is like a uh, lowering springs, sway bar, tires, and brake pads kind of car? Yeah, basically, yeah. That's wild. That's about it. That's cool. No. On the other hand, Tom had a little trouble. So, so <laughs> I, the way I've been learning, I, I've never been to any of these tracks except Road Atlanta. And the way I learned the first couple was kind of just going out there on a scooter and just kind of guessing. And this time we changed things up a little bit. And I did a course walk with Andy and listened to probably 10,000 words of band every single drive the perfect lap at right. Eagles Canyon. Okay. Um, and it was awesome info, and it was really, really useful, um, and, it, and it helped me on a couple corners. But then, you know, trying to do all of that while also learning the track um, in three laps under pressure, um, I started to mix up which advice went to which corner, and then I went and mowed some grass in turn 15. I love it when that happens. So, yeah, so I, I went off. I ended up being, I was running a, a couple 216s and then a 218 uh, when I went off. Which put me, I think, 35th, somewhere around there. Which isn't so bad, no, honestly. It's I mean, not bad for landscaping. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so you know, in the end, um, traffic up here. we might have lost one position in class okay. on the session, you know, based on it. So, it's you know, it's just not that big a deal. Was um, a, was, yeah. What so, was the track I, conditions like for both of you? No, we both had dry track in okay. school. Cool. Yeah. I think it's. It may have started raining on the very last people. Yeah, the Sunday Cup guys got rain. I just saw their post. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. we saw some really big lap times um, from uh, some some of the last few people that ran. So yeah, they got rain. Was- Which, as you probably heard from other people, because it's raining, the uh, planned activities at the drag strip have now been canceled. Yep. Um, yep. So we will all be uh, getting to. Our respective hotels and eateries slash uh, beverage intake facilities early tonight, um, which um, you know we'll catch up a little bit on sleep from yesterday, but we'll also get a little more social activity going on, which is always fun part of one lap. So yeah, that'll how, be fun. How long does the drag strip stuff normally take on one lap? I'm I'm curious. Um, you know, it's it's uh, you know, a couple hours. That's about it because you got to go through the whole rigmarole. So you. You know, it's like a test and tune day where you go in, you got to fill out a text sheet um, gotcha. and, and do all that. And then you get in line and then the, it's actually two events. So the first event is ET drags. Yep. And that the tree doesn't even matter on that other than, OK, let's, you know, you could red light, you could not red light. You can sit there for a second um, and go. It doesn't matter. All that matters is what your ET is. Yep. Um, and then they rank everybody by the ET. Then the bracket drag is, you know. You know, what we all know and love is bracket drags. Um, and there you're going to you're gonna put a dial in on the side of your car. And they usually line everybody up into either three or four staging lanes. And then they pull two cars at a time. So it's random. Mm-hmm. So you don't know who you're going to go up against. You can't kind of plot that out. Um, and then whoever wins each pairing um, ends up, you know, continuing on to the next one. So with 85 cars, I guess that's... Um, what is it uh, nine rounds or something like that to get to the uh to the finals um and, and i would say that personally we're both a little disappointed that we're not going to go drag racing because it would have been kind of fun but you know officially as team grassroots motorsports we're thrilled that we don't have to drag race against the hellcat red eye in the class <laughs> right it, <laughs> yeah. it would be it would be 
not we're going to get yeah. stumped. But, but yeah. I mean, the red eye, the the, yeah. the golf R's would have had yeah. us easy. So yeah. yeah, this is good for our for our points, but bad for having fun at the drag strip right. tonight. Yeah, and honestly, bracket drags is fun. I mean, you know, I've actually won that event before in the past. Oh, cool. Um, when uh, when we uh, when we had my wife's Cayenne that year that she was injured, and because that car is dirt simple to be consistent in, you know, automatic transmission, you just feel like just go as long as your lights are good you're, nobody's gonna beat you yeah and it's gonna be dead on every time yeah. oh yeah i was within hundreds every single pass <laughs> crazy it was you know people were just annoyed I, I would i would imagine like a pdk and a dsg car is probably going to be kind of similar as long as you know oh, yeah. the only issue heat soak you know this car yeah. heat soak exactly yeah. so you have to predict the heat soak right and know how to deal with it yeah. um, either that or go out and pre-heat soak it like go drive around for a while and right yeah, just come in hot and just stay hot, right? That's it. Just stay hot. It's not good for the uh, elapsed time, though, the ET. Uh, no, see, that's the problem. It, it really, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to do that, so. Um, All right, well, I'm glad, I, I, I'm glad you guys get an early night. You get to hang out a little bit, but any uh, any car woes, or is everything solid? So far, so good. So, I mean, we, so we, far, our out-of-warranty Volkswagen is very reliable. Yeah, we've been, we've been um, hearing a few little noises there, and here and there and then you know they, they kind of go away so we have little things logged in the back of our head but uh, uh at the moment really nothing happening in that regard you know we're, we're doing a good job of wearing off i'm sorry shaving our front tires um they're right at that premium depth or primo depth right now of about uh three and a half to four thirty seconds okay. um we're gonna have to watch that if we, because it's looking like we might get rain on Friday. Yeah, but, but uh, I mean, our, our rear tires still look like they're yes. they're brand new. So we'll so. swap front to rear, um, and we'll be good for that. It just means the rear might swing around a little bit, but we can also uh, make some some uh, suspension adjustments to yep. negate that a little bit. So and Friday, uh, is but yeah, NCM? you know, oh, what's that? Rain, rain at NCM yep, currently. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're seeing, and I've got a little bit of time there in the rain, and a lot of time there in the dry, uh, so yeah, I'm, we're, you know, we're okay with that either way. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad the people's car is holding up. That's cool. <laughs> the, there you go. The, yeah. uh, it's it's got to be kind of nice to be in a car with plenty of room and, like, fa- oh, yeah. factory shocks and, yeah. Uh, any update to uh, to the McLaren saga, or is that a TBD? Um, you know, I was going to make some calls today and send some emails, and I just kind of wasn't feeling it, so I think I might just wait till tomorrow and do that. But yeah. Uh, I, it's yeah, I'm not real happy about some stuff right now, but we'll see how it goes. Okay. But yeah, so so nothing. I, new. I, I've continued to be very supportive to Andy right. in this in this time, so right. I've been looking up. You know, I figured you know. A McLaren engine retails for like eighty grand, mm-hmm. and as it turns out, you can get a pretty nice used Tesla Model S Plaid for eighty grand. Man, I'm so I'm picturing just taking this thing to the machine shop and then having it, you know, shaving the mounts down, having a shim made, and just fix it. <laughs> so that might be what the dealership is currently proposing. Okay, interesting. I mean, it seems like if you can flatten the surfaces and then you uh, you, you, you build it up with an appropriate depth shim, yep. as long as it yeah. gets a gear engagement, you, you know. Yeah. I yeah. think you just JB weld it, right? I mean, I, mean, I know JB how I would do it. I know how yeah, I would yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it might so, involve uh, it might involve some epoxy. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, <laughs> 
You can always torch it to get it back off. You know, who cares if it's a two hundred thousand dollar car? There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I, I hope the saga goes well. And uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy in, in, enjoy the inevitable Mexican food tonight. So. Yeah, we actually, I don't think we're going to do Mexican. We, we were toying with it. We're like, you know, we're you just know, not. Actually, Stillwater, Oklahoma has a very wide variety of yeah. Mexican. I mean, not only does did we find Mexican, but there's actually Tex-Mex here, too. Oh. So, yeah, we're, we're going to see what we As opposed to Oak-Mex? Right, exactly. <laughs> All the yeah, options. All the options. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a college town, too, so there's, there's whoa. Sorry about that. This guy kind of brake checked in the front. Oh. We're, we're in a huge backup going through Norman, Oklahoma right now. Don't crash the car. Um, what's yeah. uh, what's your commute like tomorrow after Hallett? That's probably super pretty, long. I was gonna say that's probably it's only like yeah. it's only like seven hundred miles. So yeah. you know, in afternoon. Yeah, that's our okay. third seven hundred miler. Yeah, um, and it's although it's a beautiful drive, we've we've actually done this one before on one lap. Okay. And uh, US US sixty through Arkansas is a gorgeous road. Okay. Uh, a lot of you know hills and mountains and uh, uh, trees and. It's, it's just a, you know, twisty roads. Um, they don't make them like that anymore. So you know, we've, we've done it before and really looking forward to doing that. At least until it gets dark, then, yeah. in which case you can't really tell. So, yeah, um, yeah but that'll be fun. Okay. Well, maybe I'll bother you and you can tell me how much faster I'd go after, after I get rid of my six and a half inch wheels. So. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can, I, can give you, I can give you data on that. So... <laughs> I'll propose a bunch of scenarios uh, tomorrow, and right. and then I can I'm, tell you how. With the, yeah, yeah, this one's a second faster than that one. That one's a second faster than that one. This one's another okay. half second. Right. Oh yeah, I'll, I, I, I'll I make a list that. of all my dumb wheel choices. <laughs> and, there you go. And then maybe you can tell me how how much closer to the front of the GLTC pack I can get. So. Yeah, the unfortunate part is all the cool looking wheels that you have are probably the slowest combinations. That's that's the unfortunate Oh, part. I'm very aware that, like, Advan Super three-spokes are not the hot boy ticket, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. probably not, probably not. Not the winner's yeah. circle wheels. But. Yeah. All right, well, I hope your night goes well, and I'll talk to you guys after Hallett tomorrow, probably. So. All right, good chat. Good chat, cool. Adam. Bye-bye. See you guys. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid live to say hello. Hello.